Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. This week, my guest is Deb Delvecchio-Scully. She's a licensed professional counselor and mindfulness coach in Brantford, Connecticut. But she's also a trauma specialist and an essential oil specialist. And today we're going to be talking about essential oils and how they can help you manage your anxiety. So just a few updates about me and the podcast and my practice. Uh, I'm offering a free meditation guide uh, for any of the listeners. So if you go to my website, progressioncounseling.com backslash guided meditations, you can fill out the form there and get your free guide to get started meditating. I'm also going to be offering mindfulness groups for women beginning the fall of 2018. So if you are in the Annapolis area uh, and are interested in mindfulness and getting started with a mindfulness practice, you can fill out a form and talk to me about that or give me a call. Check out my website, progressioncounseling.com. Again, website for the podcast is womanwarriors.com. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode with Deb Delvecchio-Scully. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. Today, our guest is Deb Delvecchio-Scully. She is a licensed professional counselor and a mindful coach in Brantford, Connecticut. Hi, Deb. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, if you don't mind telling us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to do the work that you do. Sure. Um, I am a trauma specialist. I think that I um, just as a human being was just drawn to do that work very early on in my career. And so I work with people who have anxiety, who have excessive worries, who have had some form of trauma in their lives. And I spent a great deal of the last five years working in the Newtown community following the school shooting there and uh, discovered a lot of really unique insights to anxiety and um, which led me down several different paths of exploring and trying really things that are maybe a little bit outside of the norm um, Mm -hmm. to help others feel better. And uh, so I'm excited to share some of that with you. Awesome. Awesome. So the Newtown shooting support must have been pretty incredibly powerful, but also I, I can't, you know, it would, it's hard for me to imagine how hard that must have been as well. The, uh, the intensity mm-hmm. of it was um, beyond anything that I, I, I've ever experienced before. And then the longevity of it. I was embedded in the community in a number of different roles and 
spent, as I said, a great deal of the last five years uh, doing that work. And because of it, though, I was exposed to a lot of um, new things. I have a much greater understanding of the brain mm. and the brain's role in anxiety. Mm, and so, you know, uh, I think many of us have experienced anxiety. It's it's really kind of a normal reaction to to abnormal situations. Mm-hmm. It's when it's persistent that it can really um, derail a person and interfere with the quality of life. Yes. You know, and I have spent, you know, before I actually became a therapist, I was certified as a yoga therapist. And oh. so very much involved in mindfulness and empowerment and helping um, others just be the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm one of those people whose brain is hardwired to be busy, to be anxious and spent a lot of time meditating, practicing, you know, kind of seeking out that quiet inner space mm-hmm. uh, and that I could attain temporarily. But I've really learned um, about some powerful ways to work with the brain that can help us shift our mind, uh, both our mindsets, but also actually brainwave states quickly and effectively. And um, one of those is using essential oils yes 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 so so how so well I'd love to learn more about the brain science behind it um but I appreciate too your sharing um you know your own experience with being a warrior being a a doer being a, a you know being hardwired to to worry and um I think that's my hope for this podcast is to normalize that, that they're, not that it's yeah. okay to have it hijack your life, but that there are ways to manage more effectively because I too yeah. am that same kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> so how, so- how does, how do essential oils help in a mindfulness practice, but also with managing anxiety? Well, so the first thing to understand it, it is that essential oils are, really powerful plant-based ways to create an emotional and a mental and brainwave shift. Hmm. And they are probably the quickest way to do that out of everything I've ever learned. Um, If an essential oil, if you apply it to your body, say over a pulse point, that oil is going to get into your brain in 23 seconds. Wow. If you inhale an essential oil with an intention for, say, calming or interrupting the worry thoughts, it's even faster, Mm. probably five to 10 seconds. Wow. Amazingly quick and efficient. And so the brain science of it has a lot to do with just their brain anatomy the olfactory bulb, which is responsible for allowing us to smell, mm-hmm. is located directly next to the limbic system. Mm-hmm. The limbic system part of our brain is responsible for regulating all of our emotions. 
And so, for example, let's say I'm very anxious about something. Um, and I, knowing what I know, there are some oils that I would reach for. Let's say lavender is one of them. Very commonly used oil, um, I think, mm -hmm. across all different kinds of industries. Mm -hmm. And the thing about lavender, lavender, basil, clary sage have a, a com chemical compound in common that's called linalool. Okay. Linalool is known for its calming properties. Mm. So I feel anxious. I reach for a bottle of uh, lavender, basil, or clary sage, and I take a deep breath. Well, within 10 to 15 seconds, it's already into the olfactory bulb and it's already into the limbic system starting to regulate kind of the neurochemicals that are being released. Wow. So, you know, and I, I've witnessed this firsthand multiple times, both in my clinical practice, um, you know, uh, friends will text me and say, my daughter's having a meltdown. What can I do? Mm -hmm. And um, and one time she just, this, a friend grabbed uh, an oil blend called Peace and she put that on her daughter and it calmed her down. Mm. So it, this is, I think the understanding for many is that essential oils smell nice. Mm -hmm. That's true. Some of them, that's true. Um, but there is a science behind how to use essential oils to manage anxiety, mm -hmm. to manage worry, and to really be able to start to change what's happening in your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, as a therapist, we are taught to use something called cognitive behavioral therapy to help with anxiety. Right. And teach people how to interrupt their thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that works, but it's a lot of work. Yes, yes. Right. To, to effectively use the tools in the moment is challenging. Um, whereas picking up an oil and taking some deep breaths doesn't require much effort. Yeah. And once someone experiences that shift from doing it, they're going to remember to do it again and again and again. Mm. So in a really a powerful connection and um i was introduced to oils you know many many years ago i think one of the main things that i hear is a um, a concern or a worry is oh i i don't tolerate certain smells smells bother me mm -hmm. and i'm one of those people i have seasonal allergies and you know if i go into a department store i cannot go near the perfume counter yeah yeah. And so I've really, at first, was very, very concerned. And then I started to learn about, you know, how can you use oils safely, right? Well, the, the most important thing is that they need to be really pure. Right. You need to know what you're using. And right now, you could buy essential oils at well, a box store. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you can go to Target. I know they have them there. <laughs> right, Walmart. But these products have actually been studied by independent um, third-party companies and found that sometimes there's absolutely no essential oil in them. Mm, and wow. they, what they have are fillers. <laughs> and what we react to are the artificial compounds in oils. And so 
you start with some, a company that's very pure, that you feel comfortable is, is providing that purity for you. Mm-hmm. And then you know that there's going to be safety. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, so you mentioned, you know, basil, clary sage and lavender as being, you know, very useful in terms of anxiety and managing anxiety quickly. Are there other oils that would also support someone who was, you know, having an anxiety attack or feeling incredibly stressed out or worried? Yes, there are. And, um, it's a bit individualized. Mm-hmm. There are, we, we can say things like, you know, those three oils should be calming. They may not be calming for you, um, but for the most part, because of the chemical makeup of the oils, we know that these three should be calming. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're someone who is a highly sensitive individual, what that might look like for you is that you feel things very deeply you are affected by the energies around you. If you walk into a crowd, you easily become overwhelmed. You know, and there's a, a fair amount of people who experience life this way. Some might call it introversion. Mm-hmm. For somebody who is introverted, lavender likely isn't going to work. Okay. The more woodsy oils, tree oils, right? oils that have roots in the... Um, in the earth are, are likely to going to be more helpful, more calming, more grounding. Um, That's interesting. The same thing for worry. <clears throat> so to, to kind of interrupt the worrying, which is a form of protecting the future. Right? Again, mm-hmm. tree oils, earthy oils. So that's going to be the cedar wood, um, possibly vetiver. Um, but any of the more woodsy smelling oils might be more calm for somebody who's more highly sensitive. Okay. That makes sense. And and interesting that just the way you describe it, you know, the tree oils, the earthy oils, like I think mm-hmm. like physically like grounded, like much more grounding yes. and um, yeah, earth based or whatever. Yeah. So we will use the analogy to think of like, if it's rooted in the ground, it's going to be more grounding. Yeah. And if, if it's um, the oil comes from a fruit that hangs from a tree, mm-hmm. that's going to be a lighter oil. And mm. those are more citrus-based. Okay. Um, citrus oils in general, because they have a compound, um, limonene, are, tend to be more uplifting. But again, somebody who's highly sensitive might need to do a blend of, say, a little bit of cedar wood um, mm. and wild orange. Mm-hmm. That that combination might feel better. And, and you know, and then there are some of the citrus oils that have both are high in limonene and linalool. Okay. So they're they're a bit what I call hybrids because mm-hmm. they can help somebody go in either direction based on what's needed. Right. So bergamot is one of my favorites for that. I've seen even in the middle of doing, you know, my clinical work with somebody with trauma, um, that bergamot is what would help them come back to themselves, be back in their window of tolerance. 
So there is quite a bit, I think, of, of experimentation, mm-hmm. of allowing people to try some different things. And, and also, I think, consulting with somebody who's educated and who understands, um, well, let's try this before we try this to see if this would be helpful for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I would imagine just you describing, you know, doing the trauma work and um, using the essential oils also does take a lot of mindfulness in that you have to sort of, you don't even have to sort of, you have to be able to check in with yourself and how you're feeling in the moment to know whether the oil is making a difference or not, you know? So it's like being very present as you're taking, you know, inhaling or putting the oil on your skin to notice a difference. Yes, yes. There, um, and yes and no. Okay. Because of what's happening in your brain, mm-hmm. that's going to happen in your brain without you needing to do anything. So if uh, there is a, a blend of oils that I used a, a quite, quite a bit for a particular type of anxiety that's called hypervigilance, when mm-hmm. someone is on high alert, and we see that in the context of trauma, mm-hmm. um, with with that blend, I've seen it here, you know, in my office, I've also just heard when I've given it away to people is that if they just inhale that, they feel themselves calming. Mm. Now, sometimes they might add in some of the other kind of coping skills that I've taught them, mm-hmm. but the oil itself is going to start to change what's happening in the brain. Mm without there necessarily needing there to be another step. Yeah. Which is the incredible brilliance of it. Right? Because when someone is in that state of being that anxious and that uncomfortable, there's no rational thought available. Yeah. So true. And it's right? so hard to reground, you know, in those moments, even doing a lot of the coping skills as you talked about, you know, I think. Right. I think in part because many of the coping skills that therapists have been taught to use require the brain to be online. Right. And when the brain is anxious, the brain is hypervigilant, or even escalating towards panic, Mm -hmm. it's not online Mm -hmm. in a rational way. Yeah. And so uh, people get frustrated because the tools that they're trying to use aren't successful. and if we blended, um, use this oil and then do this, we would give our clients a much greater chance of being successful mm. and being able to integrate coping into their lives. Mm. Yeah. So using the oil first to bring that uh, arousal right. level, the hypervigilance sort of at a more manageable place to then be mm-hmm. able to incorporate the coping mechanisms. Right. Exactly. And, you know, there are three ways of using essential oils. Mm -hmm. It can be used um, topically on the skin. And I always tell people as a note of caution, put some kind of a barrier on your skin. That could be hand lotion. That could be um, fractionated coconut oil. It could be olive oil, something on your skin until you know how you respond to putting an oil on your body. Okay. And then putting the oil on um, directly on your skin. So that's, uh, that's topical. Um, internal, if 
a bottle of essential oils has supplemental facts on it, the FDA has determined it is safe for ingestion. Okay. Now, many are not comfortable doing that, and that's fine. You, d you don't need to. For the purposes of what we're talking about in terms of the anxiety, um, the most effective way to work with our emotions is um, aromatically, mm -hmm. and that's using our sense of smell. Right. That's taking a deep breath right from the bottle or using a diffuser, um, even diffuser jewelry that can be purchased and used. Hmm. And so that really eliminates a need to put it on their body or to take it internally um, because those won't be as effective uh, ways of using them as if somebody was just able to inhale. Yeah. And, you know, I have... Would you know? Part of my job when I was in Newtown was um, I was embedded in the Sandy Hook School, and I would do my rounds in the morning as mm -hmm. the kids were coming in and just checking in with the staff, with the oils in my pocket. And they got to the point where they would just I would get an, a particular expression from someone, and I would walk over and be like, "Okay, what do you need?" Hand her the bottle, take that few breaths, and then they will be okay. Mm. Um, so when I saw that happening, it really made me wonder what's going on that's, that's allowing this to happen so easily yeah, and so quickly. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to do the research about the brain and, and understanding that, um, our sense of smell is so keen. And if you just think about it, if on a holiday, when you prepare a family recipe, Mm -hmm. As you're doing that, your memories are of all the other times you've done it. Yeah. You might go back to a memory when you're seven years old. Yeah. So sense of smell is really tied to our memories. It, it can be in a good and positive ways, and sometimes it's not so positive. Yeah, I, I can recall. I mean, I know there are certain smells that just bring back a very specific visual, you know, memory of a time that whatever it was, you know, whether it's the scent of a flower or something cooking or whatever, that it can just be mm -hmm. so powerful. Mm -hmm. Really, really amazingly so. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So um, at, at, I, um, I have used, you know, essential oils in a limited way in my practice, but um, it seems, and I also see um, women who have experienced trauma. So, I appreciate your sharing your knowledge on how that can be incorporated in a much more um, consistent way into practice because I feel like a lot of times in a therapy session, a client will, you know, get into sort of that hypervigilant if they're talking about something stressful and they haven't grounded themselves, you know, and they jump right into something like that would be so helpful to have that essential oil right in place, but also for the average everyday person who's walking around with a little bit of anxiety or maybe a lot of anxiety, just a very immediate response uh, seems like such a, an important thing to me. Well, you know, we, anyone who has felt anxiety knows how unpleasant and uncomfortable it is. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have an ethical responsibility as therapists to provide 
our clients the best possible tools. Yeah. Things that are going to relieve their suffering as quickly as possible. And particularly within the trauma realm, when someone is suffering uh, from a traumatic event, this can make all the difference in the world. And I also say that it it's really a shortcut mm-hmm. because if you think about someone coming through our doors for a therapy session, that's it, generally around 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. If we need to take 20 minutes to calm them so that we can do anything, do any other therapeutic work, that's a, that's a lot of time gone out of our session. Absolutely. Yeah. However, if someone walking through the door could calm and contain themselves and kind of bring themselves back into their window of tolerance in five minutes, that yeah. gives us a a lot more time to make progress mm-hmm. and ultimately work towards the, the bigger goal of, of resolving that trauma. Yeah. So I do. I feel like there is a really an ethical mandate to, to learn and understand how to use these because mm-hmm. they can make such a dramatic difference yeah. in quality of life. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So are there, you know, is two things. Are there resources that you feel would be important for the listeners to know about? But also, um, if you had, you know, one tip that you could um, offer the listeners that you feel like would be important that they know that would help them manage anxiety in the moment, what would that be? I think it always comes back to your breath. Mm. Always comes back to your breath because when we hold our breath or the breath is very short, we are actually increasing the sensation, the unpleasant sensation of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So returning to come back to the breath again and again, it's going to link us back into the present moment right here, right now. And pair that with an oil that you particularly enjoy um, will be your shortcut for kind of uh, short-circuiting anxiety in your life. Nice. Uh, And um, so resources, you know, uh, unfortunately, I don't think there are a lot of great resources out there. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of companies that um, offer essential oils. And they all have their individual education, but truly independent information is a little bit harder to come by. I will say I'm in the process of developing some of that information and that will be available. And I do. So I think that some unbranded, if you will, uh, places for information is Andrew Weil Center for Integrative Medicine. I think it's the University of Arizona. Mm-hmm. They have a couple of... Um, online courses on essential oil so it's a well-respected source and it's independent so you're not being driven to a particular brand um so i think that's a great source i um certainly people can reach out to me if it's be more about the essential oils they can email me at mindfullyessential at gmail.com 
If you're interested in learning more about coaching, about uh, bringing more mindfulness-based practices into your life and maybe combining that with essential oils or any of that, um, uh, my website is empowermentactivators.com. Awesome. Awesome. And um, you can go there and sign up for our mailing list and um, get some great freebies about how to be more mindful in your life. And our Facebook group is The Essential Entrepreneur. And we post a lot in there about mindfulness and about right here, right now, coming back to ourselves. And how do we live a life of alignment and integrity? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So important. So important. And I think, um, yeah, being able to be in alignment also just helps so much with anxiety, too, because I think sometimes that's what drives it is that we are not living in alignment. We're not meeting our own needs. And that can make you feel really uncomfortable and anxious. (laughs) Absolutely. I think our worlds today are so, unfortunately, so influenced by social media and technology that if we could take some time off of those, I think anxiety levels would drop dramatically. Yeah. um, Because it's taking us out of ourselves into kind of a a faux world. Mm -hmm. You know, what we, what we see online is only, you know, a slight piece of what's really happening in people's lives. Yeah. uh, Very true. Right here, right now. It's one of my favorite mantras. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. Well, Deb, I just want to thank you so much for your time today. Um, so the best place for people to find you is your website. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Empowermentactivators.com or mindfullyessential at gmail.com. Awesome. Thanks again for your time. And... Um, I appreciate all that you've shared today. Thank you. It was wonderful to be here. All right. Thanks again, listeners and subscribers. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Deb. Uh, My takeaways were a couple things, just the brain science behind essential oils and why they're so effective when managing anxiety. But I also liked sort of diving a little deeper into which essential oils could really help people who do struggle with anxiety. And so I hope you found this helpful. If you have suggestions or ideas about what you would like me to talk about or guests you think would be important to have on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me, womanwarriors.com. Have a wonderful week. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to the Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com.